0: Well, hello to our new listeners. Thanks for joining. And to our returning guest, welcome back. Welcome to season six of the More Podcast. My name is Mo. In this season, like you've been used to, get ready for more amazing stories, more inspirational stories to help you set your stories free. I created this podcast as a resource for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them to share stories and processes, as well as to build communities around important salient issues that affect all of us as humans. So on this show, you get to hear amazing stories from people like you who show us how to get more out of life. The stories featured here are by people whose journey I am partly inspired by, as well as challenged by, but most importantly, people whose courage and vulnerability have afforded us an opportunity to hear their life stories and I hope you find them as inspiring. Now enjoy the show and don't forget to share this episode and the other ones. <laughs>
1: I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to overthink this. You're not going to what? overthink this. No, no. And I, t- I was, no, no, I was talking to a, a friend of mine this morning, and so it was, she asked me what I was doing today. So I was telling her, and I'm like, I don't know why she wants to. I'm like, I keep telling her, Mo, like you all, you interview all these like
0: very prolific people. like You are prolific. <laughs> That's why I keep chasing you down. <laughs> She, was, worry,
1: like, she was like, I love it. I'm so glad.
0: <laughs> I'm with your friend on that one. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. And It's such an unusual um, setting. As some of you are able to tell, this doesn't look like my home. <laughs> but it's secretly my second home. And I'll tell you <laughs> why. And today I have, hmm, guys, the things I do for you people. I've been trying to hunt this lady down for quite a while. And I'm so happy that today we'll finally get to share her story and you get to really um, see how really awesome she is. So she's worth the wait, like a good cup of tea. you got to let it steep for a while. <laughs> and I think it would be um, not proper to give a shout out to uh, her husband, Tony, for making she this does. happen because she re- he refused to, <laughs> refused to have us. Yes, <laughs> I was like, Mo, have you interviewed her yet? I'm like, no, she hasn't responded to me keep trying, keep trying. And you know, we're here now and I'm so excited to share her story. So, um, there's so many layers to this woman and I feel like a one hour long podcast is not going to be enough, but I would, I would try to do the, the, the high level ones because she's a woman of so many talents and she's a mom. And her kids are wonderful. So, without further well, ado, please, everyone, join me in welcoming Miss Farah Style the podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you, Mo. Of course, of Thank course. You. And for those joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome. My name is Mo, and I'm the host of this podcast. And today, um, I'd just like to share Farah's story. So, I met Farah, uh, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago? Uh, I think five, four, mm. or five years ago. Uh, and then, you know, I think because I was fairly new around church then, and I don't know how we even got talking. Oh, I remember. We weren't talking much, but I, I think they had, like, a mixer stuff in front of the church where there was, like, a food truck and little snacks. And then he had asked me, hey, how's your weekend going? And I'm like, oh, we're actually going to New York, um, Chicago. Yes. And then you recommended Garrett's, you know, to me. And I'm like actually went there skeptical because i'm like does she really know about food i mean she's in great shape to really <laughs> know about food but i'm glad i did i'm like i can't rock you with this person her food recommendation was banging so we will be a good friends. and that was it and then dial you and dial you yes. got very close well i had rendezvous oh yeah that's, that's, that's true that's true we North had a group, group as well yes which i joined it was saturday mornings it was yes. super early Eight fifteen. 15 oh my yeah. god because ella and i
1: my daughter ella mm-hmm. and i did it together at first before she moved to australia that's true and that's so true. she had to do it before she went to work on saturdays because trust me i would
0: not get up oh really i thought you were I mean, like this people are too early for me like who has who's having breakfast at eight thirty in the morning but we went to cafe antigua which i really yes. like it because they had plantains it's so good yeah it's so good and so shout out to dial as well dial our yes making this happen I we, miss you. we, do miss, we you, miss you friend. all right so Para, hmm, where do we start? Where do we begin? I'm really excited about you know just sharing your story. Really, let's just start about your heritage. Where and how did you grow up? And what what was your family like growing up? Okay.
1: Um, I was born in Gans, Oklahoma, and so many people have. have- Probably never, never heard even it. heard of it. It's like a one stop <laughs> you have a Walmart now? Oh no. Oh, t- like not even that. <laughs> that's like <laughs> population three hundred and thirty. and then like, I don't everyone, even know what it is. Probably
0: by some guys moved out of base it, like 300 or something.
1: Oh my, everybody knew everybody. Yes, everyone knew everyone. And most people were kin to each other as uh, well. So
0: Oh like, like you guys marrying each other? Is that what <laughs> you mean? <no>. I literally <laughs> 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 oh, oh like we're related. <laughs> although I will
1: say, you know, like Pastor Rodney, yeah. our pastor. Yeah. Um, we're we're cousins on both sides of the family. Wow. So
0: that's a yeah, good family. You a- keep <laughs> it in the family literally. I'm not gonna say anyone about that. <laughs> but people were people knew each other and they were close to each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean was, small towns. It's like strong. small town, small yeah. community. Yeah. You know, like it was safe
1: community. We I could I could walk to school. I wow. mean, even though wow. you live like a mile and a half, two miles, you know from there. Yeah, it was Really small community and loved it, really family oriented. Um, and so my, my dad, he was an entrepreneur. He had a furniture business. He had a furniture factory there in Gans at one time, and then he had, um, a furniture store, uh, in a nearby community. So Gans, if you know Salsaw, if you're headed on I-40 East, headed into Arkansas, mm-hmm. um, Salsaw is seven miles, seven miles from Gans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we had, I think there were three churches there in Gans when I was growing up. There was a time we didn't have any kind of little convenience store at all or anything and then my parents and their best friends opened a convenience store and that was uh you know on the corner and um sometimes it's open sometimes it's not my aunt there was a little post office and my aunt she was the postmaster and uh, my dad's sister and so uh it was just a small rural town (laughs) uh I grew up on I say a farm, like we didn't have, we didn't have garden and things like that. But my grandfather, like both of my grandfathers had fairly large gardens, lots of land. My dad did a lot with real estate. He was not a real estate agent, but he was very savvy with that. And so we, he owned a lot of land throughout Sequoia County and, uh, yeah, yeah. And I I grew up sandwiched between two two brothers. Okay. So I was very much in the middle child. I was the middle child. Uh, I was the only girl. girl. Yeah. And uh, so I I spent Sunday afternoons uh, playing football with the guys, basketball, so you're a tomboy. Whatever. Word, yeah. I was very much tomboy. Uh, yes. yes. Yep. I didn't grow up um i didn't really grow up playing barbie dolls i really didn't have a lot of baby dolls i just wasn't interested i played i did cars with my brothers i did you know uh but i really landed and you don't on even look like you look,
0: you look like a princess you know <laughs> most people know me now and you're so you know soft and tender yeah um but yeah, I can get dirty
1: with the, the best. of oh, wow. You know. Yeah. You never know. It's
0: always the quiet ones, guys. Always the quiet ones. I'm going to move this mic closer to you. Because okay. you have a... A soft voice. A soft voice. Okay. And that's sweet. But the mic... Yes. Uh, recorded. So um, I've never heard that before in my life. What's that? <laughs> oh, ah, look at you. Good with jokes. Good with jokes. I'm off coffee. That's why I'm just slow. You know, pardon follow me, my listeners. I would never do anything disappoint you, as you guys know. So three of you growing up, your parents, what would you say are some of your favorite childhood memories, like the most prominent ones that you go to every now and then when you want to get to that point where you like to connect from your source? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, we were really involved in church mm-hmm. uh, growing up. And so... Were you a some, I, no, okay. I wasn't, but my dad had been a pastor before. You were born. Before uh-huh. I was born. Okay. Um, yeah. He left because of you? <laughs> he
0: left the church. Like, <laughs> she out of the how, 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 what was the child like for <laughs> Just kidding. let uh,
1: What's funny is like, I don't even, I mean, like I couldn't even tell you, now that you asked me that question, at what point my dad, we were really young when my dad stopped pastoring. Um, but, my mom played piano. She was the choir director. She led the youth group, Um, you know, just super involved in, yeah. the, in the church. And so some of my best memories, because we would go up to the church on Saturday and dust the pews. Mm-hmm. We would vacuum, like we would clean. And so it gave my brothers and I an opportunity. Like I would be on the stage and I would sing and at a very very young age, I started singing in church, Uh, um, like uh, specials uh, and things like that. uh, Um, my dad really, because he was, um, my dad was a workaholic. And so, uh, like when he would leave his furniture business, he would come home and he had cattle to take care of. He had, you know, so, so around the clock, uh, around the clock. There was always, he always had something going. Uh, and so we, to be, Close to him, like we would go out on the farm. We would sit, ride the tractor with him. We would sit on the fence while he's working cattle you know he's doing the different things mm-hmm. so just spent a lot of time so some of my favorite memories is riding horses together with him or the few times there was one short season that that we he bought a boat <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was a there was a lake okay. that was uh close to us and close I mean like we had to drive like 30 minutes okay you know? so Sounds that's Oklahoma. You know, yes so we have the and chair. so it's no beautiful lake like it was not anything
0: you know did it fit the boat though no? could have could have boat oh, the yeah. aflorin okay okay
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> and so my dad uh he liked to ski and and what's funny is like he he liked it he enjoyed it there were very few times like i remember like a handful of times that we went oh, that we really. were actually together and then my mom was terrified cuz she couldn't swim oh, like awesome. after we got the boat Cause she had gotten all of us swim lessons. So and so we were all, it. but she hadn't, but, uh, they were being silly one day and they threw her out of the water and she was terrified. So then she went and got swim lessons after that. Well, wow. your um, brothers, your brothers and your dad threw her. The water. No, Well, it was my dad. And it was our pastor at the time. Like they were really close friends. Did so Daddy. <laughs> she was like, that will not happen to me again. And so she she went and got lessons, but I remember standing on his feet while um, uh, he was skiing. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. I felt like I did that, just that picture that image. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like I was a daddy's girl. Me, the so, only girl. Yes, princess, yeah, only yeah. Girl, So yeah. he he always called me his little princess. So. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So when did you move out of Gaines? Like, by the way, my my parents divorced. Um, uh, so sorry to hear about. Yeah. That happened so, in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my... Uh, I was a freshman in high school. And the high school was year. in
0: your place where you grew up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, okay, let's yeah. take it back a little bit. How was it for you? Because I imagine everybody knew what had happened, right? Because it was a small town. It was a small town. How did you... How was it during, yeah. growing up in
1: that time? Uh, So I'll say this. like, I had never... I had never seen my parents argue... Ever.
0: Was that a good thing? Um, or in retrospect, was it bad then?
1: Um, well, the 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 night that we came home from a basketball game and I walked in the door and I knew something wasn't right. Um, because I could tell that my mom had been crying. Mm. And um they they said we need to to tell you something. Um and, and my dad just said, I've asked your mom for a divorce. And um, I'm a fiery redhead, you know, so I punched a rock hearth.
0: <laughs> you did? I would never have, been a. <laughs> well, life's been inspired. <laughs> oh, wow. Um So,
1: and then I, you know, like I was, because I was like, I Loved my dad. I mean, yeah, loved, yeah. I loved you know, my mom, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just had a special
0: bond. You, you know, know, like, daddy-daughter thing. But purpose. I was super close to my yeah, mom. Yeah. You know, but... but and, we felt um, betrayed to adapt to your mom.
1: Yeah, and then... And then I actually... I found out on the back of a school bus coming home from a basketball game that he was living with another woman.
0: In the same town?
1: And daddy.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't eat when you poop. You go to the next <laughs> That was probably the hardest. Did they have kids? The woman? Did she have kids your age as well?
1: Mm. Well, not my age. They were younger. A younger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still. Yeah. So that was, you know, to navigate through that. It was really hard. I had a lot of anger issues mm. to process mm. through um, towards my dad. Yeah. You know. Um, but. Um, I mean, he was a good man. He just made just made a bad decision. Yeah, um,
0: that prompted your mom and you guys to leave. Uh, so we, so my parents divorced,
1: and we moved to Alma, Arkansas. So my. My family dynamic was that both of my parents come from large families. Mm. So um, my mom was the baby of nine kids mm. and uh, my dad was the third kid. Uh, he, anyways, there were six kids and his same mom, same dad. Uh, they both had wow, they really and loved so <laughs> hey, you perform multiply? Yes, that literally,
0: <laughs> not in the economy. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> and so, um, but brothers had married sisters, what? and what? so my my dad's brother mm-hmm. uh, had married my mom's sister. Okay. I don't wanna do my I don't
0: wanna do and the so,
1: genetic math on that one. I know. <laughs> Is that so so we moved to Alma because oh, my aunt problem. and uncle lived in Alma yeah. and um we were so close to them and they were pastoring they pastored a church there and my mom worked at my uncle's furniture store. It, actually my dad and my uncle owned it together with another friend and so anyways, uh we moved to Alma because I think it was far enough away yeah. to give a little bit of space, space and yeah. yeah. And
0: what was the relationship with your dad from then on? Um, we definitely went through a
1: season where it was strained. Like I, I didn't want to have.
0: But he was trying to, do to contact with you. And...
1: Uh, yeah, he was always very respectful, and I'll say this: like the best gift that my mom gave to me and my brothers. Is that she never said mm. a negative word about my dad? That's hard. Like even in the in the season where I didn't want to see him, and she would always say, "You need your dad. You need your dad." He's what a important. woman. Like um, she was so brave and so wow. strong, wow. and
0: uh, and so gentle too. Like she's yes. So I've met her once and not Church. Very yeah.
1: Yes. Wow. She's a very special very special person
0: yeah because um, I, I don't think i even have the like, grace to do that I'm i going not be I, cussing you out on facebook no <laughs> <laughs> who wants that science all over oklahoma <laughs> it found return to mo <laughs> sorry Tina. <T-Bone. laughs>
1: yeah so like but yeah she was always like you you need your dad but i didn't want to Anything i mean to we've happen. established i'm fiery redheaded yeah you know, natural like, just, yes yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hide it with I, with color now. But well, wow, yeah, yeah. So um, I went through a season where I didn't I didn't speak much to my dad, uh, regretfully. How many years was that? Um, well, I I didn't go for like well, like I would talk to him on the phone. I see, but none- but I wouldn't. And I didn't talk to him regularly on I see, the phone. I see. Um, for a couple of years. Okay. Um, maybe I would maybe talk to him twice a year okay. on the phone, but I didn't see him for a little while. I see. Um, when I got married, right out of high school. Oh. How old
0: were um, like 19
1: mm-hmm, I was eighteen.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that something I know when you compare like rural America? That those things tend to happen, especially within the evangelical um, circle. Was that the same for you, or what prompted your early marriage? Um,
1: I just um, I had a lot of insecurities. Mm-hmm. And hey,
0: <laughs> we might call you in a bit, okay? So hang um, around. It's still going on recording. <laughs> How was <does> work? <laughs> so husband is around Uh, my beginning yeah so you had a lot of insecurities I had a lot of insecurities away from marriage
1: yes I should Mm -hmm. yeah but I so I um I just made some bad choices Mm -hmm. relationally at a very young age and uh so this guy was like the first guy that I hung out with dated and a lot of it really was connected to like um my dad leaving so daddy shows yeah. yeah yeah and I just threw myself into that relationship and it was not a healthy relationship but he was the first Christian guy oh, that I dated so. um but there was a lot of um he had a lot of of emotional yeah. issues, well. issues and, and that things was like that. Right. And we, my pa- my family was elated that after my high school graduation that we broke up okay. and fast forward to right before I'm starting, literally two weeks before I'm starting college, I'm on scholarship and he calls me. He's like, I'm sick. I go take care of him. And a week later, we're married.
0: I know. Did you marry was it in front of your parents or you did it behind your parents?
1: Uh no, I did it. I did it at my mom's house. What did your mom have to say about that? She didn't she was not happy about it. Mm. But it was like That geez, was your first thought. It was like she's gonna do what she's gonna do. What's to gonna do, do anyway? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My 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 little brother, Wesley, yeah. walked me down the aisle. I so in my invited. mom's backyard. So my dad, I invited him and uh that was one of my great one of my biggest regrets is my dad came into my room that day and he really wanted to walk me down the aisle and I just dug in like
0: You've been holding pride on to and, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, so I'm like
1: you, I was hurting and I was like, you won't have that, you know, like, yes. um, so that's one of my greatest regrets you didn't um, look better
0: then because you were younger I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and thankfully so my dad uh, passed away in 2012 and uh, so I'm just to, so okay. thankful that we had time to yeah. Yeah. reconcile yeah. and
0: before we talk yeah. about yeah, the guy she <laughs> right now is not that same person by the way my little nurse. No. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about your brothers how did they handle the divorce
1: Um, my little brother, because he was younger, um, he was three years younger than me. So he stayed really engaged, close to my, like he would go be with my dad every, well, he could go as much as he wanted. Um, but he definitely went every other weekend, um, to hang out with my dad and his family because I was 15 when my when my parents divorced mm-hmm. and so then, then old my older brother was 16 and so we had activities like we were super involved in school activity we did sports we did all kinds of other mm-hmm. things we were super involved and so we just were at that age
0: that we didn't go as much that's it. That's it. did he end up marrying that person mm-hmm. he will do with that's the person that you have a half brother through
1: yes I oh. have a half brother okay. yeah and how
0: many years were they married for so, your uh, dad and your mom were for twenty something.
1: My to... my dad and my mom were married for twenty one years, uh, and then him and his second wife they were married for twenty one years before they separated. Mm. Um, yeah, but it was not. I think my dad had so much guilt. Like there was a lot of. I mean he he had his life threatened a number of times, and By there who? were several his. Second wife. Oh. Yeah. there was a there was this mental health. She, stuff. Okay, so. And um there was just a lot that he endured and went through. I think he f- went I I believe that he felt so much guilt for what
0: yeah, had happened yeah. with my
1: mom, like he just was determined to, to make it work. Make it work. Yeah. And so they were they were in court proceedings for six years. To
0: um, get a divorce.
1: To get a divorce, and so he died married to her.
0: Oh, she wouldn't divorce him.
1: Mm.
0: Wow. There's
1: always something, you know, like yeah. they get a court date and then come yeah, down and yeah. Sure. So,
0: how was your mom? Was she still hoping that he would come back? My mom never remarried. I
1: don't know, but I he was my mom's first love. Yeah. Like yeah. my parents got married. My my mom uh, hadn't even started her senior year of high school. When they got oh, married, wow. so she went from my grandparents' home, straight to, straight to you know, okay, and like they had, there was a lot of history. Like my parents, um, they were kidnapped, ah, um, in, in where who kidnapped them? So, um, I, I don't even I don't remember the guy's name. He was an escaped convict. He was escaped from a prison in California. He had killed five people before he got to my parents in that I don't know like hold with shut the front
0: door sounds with a peak.
1: Yeah, so my my parents pastor they were pastoring a church um in Arkansas. They actually lived they didn't live in the community where they pastored a church, but they had they were doing revival services during this time frame. They lived uh in a housing addition, right behind my dad's parents. Okay. And they got home from revival service that night. It was about eleven thirty at night. My mom had got in bed. There was a knock on the front door. You didn't and... open the
0: door, right? <laughs> right. Right.
1: <laughs> she opened. No, she didn't open the door. My dad answered the door, and the guy said he was broke down which was on 64 highway. So if people familiar with 64, yeah. that's kind of a, guy, you know, yeah. or yeah, uh, that's a the way into force. And so it's it said he had broke down, needed to use the phone to call someone. And so my dad takes him to show him where the phone was. And the guy turns, he goes, acts like he's picking up the phone, turns around and he has a gun. And so he held him at gunpoint said get your wife we're going for a drive and so they drove to coeta oklahoma
0: mm-hmm.
1: and on the drive he held my mom He like kept the gun like alternating between her temple and her as well while my dad was driving the car huh. and uh yeah and so they but they began to talk and found out so my dad was an assembly of god pastor yeah. And, and, uh, this, this man had grown up in an Assembly of God church. And I, I believe the conversation, you know, was guided by the Holy Spirit because he spared my parents' life. So he took them, they drove off onto a side dirt road in Coweta, Oklahoma. He, uh, they, he had them climb a fence and he tied them up. And took their car. And did they find him? They they eventually did. Um, and they found the car. They found the car abandoned in Tulsa, and then they found him later. Um, I'm not even sure where. Wow. Yeah, I bet it wasn't he, the same anymore. Yeah, he never even because, like I said, he had. I mean, they found out he had murdered like five other people on his you know, trail. Trail, mm-hmm. and so um, he never even. They never even went to trial for their, you know, kidnapping. I mean, because
0: of the gangster of things. He was already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. That's a miracle right there.
1: Yeah. So I think that there. So then, fast forward, like just a few months later, my mom got pregnant with my older brother, mm-hmm. and then after he was born, um, she the all the trauma, like she went into a coma. Mm. Oh. And so she couldn't care for him the first few weeks of his life. So, um and, you know, I just think there was just so much life and love and all of that, you know, like, um she just never mm. Mm. you know, got over my dad. Like we went to she went with me and my brothers the the last day that we uh when he was in the hospital before he died because my,
0: so my dad so? had a
1: kidney disease. And mm-hmm. so, um, he had a transplant. My brother, my older brother, Jody was a living donor for, wow, him. for him. And, uh-huh. um, so anyway, he accepted, I mean, his body accepted the kidney, but he had, uh, they had nicked his lung in the surgery when they were putting in the central line. And he just never recovered Recovered from that. With well, am so.
0: um, surprised immunity from that transplant as well, probably compounded the recovery yeah. and all that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So it was from July to then he died. And so, but my mom went with us. Um, she still went. Know, yeah. she. Oh. that, that last time that we were together. Did they talk with him? Well, he was Out of completely it. unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. But oh. she loved him. I could yeah,
0: tell. She could tell. Young. So let's go back to you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. He calls you on the phone and a week later you're married. What were you doing, Farah? That was crazy. The judgment here. But how was How was the the marriage? Uh, it was very rocky.
1: Oh. I mean, like there was a yeah.
0: You know, was, yeah, you know, when it was good, yeah. it was good.
1: Mm-hmm. And but it was there was a lot of I mean like even beforehand, there was just a lot yeah. of yeah. emotional turmoil you both but, need
0: some form of work done individually yeah. for college
1: so i uh i had a, a full ride scholarship for college and he didn't want me going to college he was very jealous he felt threatened by me like i i wanted to be a lawyer so he was like i won't be married to a lawyer um, mm. um. christian christian's don't practice law. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stay at <laughs> home and be that, babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you gave up on college.
1: So I gave up on college. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. So it was. It was a really rocky marriage. I was not perfect either. Of course, you know, of course, like I know it was. You text, already talked about two the issues you had. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't. You know, like in regard to like our marriage, it wasn't. Um. Just wasn't healthy. Yeah, you know, yeah. just because you're both Christians, Christians doesn't mean, yeah, does not mean that you're gonna have a, yeah, a healthy yeah, yeah. relationship. And so, seven years and then we divorced. We divorced. Mm-hmm. Was it amicable? Or
0: between us, yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, but the family is probably not.
1: Yeah, yeah. His his family, but okay, yeah.
0: And you had a, you have a child through your marriage? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Mackenzie, my oldest Mackenzie, daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's beautiful. She is She's beautiful. She's a bright light. She is. Yeah. Um,
0: so you got divorced, and then tell me how you met the current Mister.
1: Yeah. So I was. It was at right a, there. That's my name, not
0: David. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I in in that time frame when I was going through my divorce, you know, there was several months, you know, before it was final. And I was in, I would stayed plugged in to my local church. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one day there's this guy that walked through the back door and I was on platform, uh, with the worship team. And I just, he caught my eye when he walked in the back door with these, these people, you know, and I'm like, Oh, he's, that's a nice looking guy. I've never seen him before. And uh, then that afternoon, because we had Sunday night church yeah. at that time, and he came back to church on that Sunday night and someone introduced us and they said, oh, this is Hope's husband. Uh-huh. And I, I knew Hope. I knew Hope. But he was deployed uh, there you know, at that time, so you didn't get to see him much. Is that why? You well, know? I didn't. So <clears throat> Hope uh, was someone that I had gone to high school with. Actually, um, her stepsister well, had been my closest friend my senior year of high well, school. and But she had gone off to the Navy, and that's where her and Tony had met. Um, and then they lived in Virginia, and then they had moved home to have their baby. And so... They had. I had actually didn't even realize, but I had met them, met him in the mall. Like we both had the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They were like three months apart. So when you were scoping him, was a married man. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. When you put it like that, I'm like, right there, surprised. was <laughs> funny. Oh, <sorry. laughs> Yeah, that um, should have your neighbors um but yeah, so he had
1: she had left him, oh and he his neighbors he had gone to his neighbors, and so they had invited him to church, and he was devastated, so they he was separated, and so there was a group of us that just started talking, you know, so I just, oh yeah, I had met you before, um, but there was. Like I said, a group of five or six people Mm -hmm. that had either like he and I were both in that process of going through a divorce and they had been through a divorce. And so we were just all kind of talking one evening, you know, fast forward, what, two and a half months, three months. We were all talking at a a event after church and they were like, we should all get together and kind of be start, like start a group, Mm -hmm. you know, like a, a small group encourage one another and and so ironically they nominated the two of us
0: to organize it. (laughs) That's your version of the story. Gonna stick to it. Wink wink. (laughs) And so he was like,
1: and you know, I'll call you and we can, you know, work out the details for everyone. And I'm like, okay. And I gave him my number and (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: to <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about <laughs> the story, <too. laughs> but Tony historically women always have better like we have better memories when it comes to this so I'm going to talk to the missus on this one yeah so
1: he called me the next evening like as soon as I got home from work the phone was ringing and he called and I think it was probably 3 Four hours later. Because we just talking. Like, we just talked and not even about, really. Yeah, a, just, just everything. About, yeah. Every, yeah, we just talked to yeah. And then we talked the next day. And then we talked the next day. Did that
0: event ever hold, by way, the way? The committees. No. <laughs> so yeah only a trust somewhere program oh my goodness
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we just talked we just kept talking and kept talking and i remember the new year's day that year because it was 1997 Uh new year's day like i'm at my house spending new year's day and he's at his house neither one of us had our kids with us that day we each had daughters and uh We talked on the phone, watched football games. He was watching some kind of, I think, documentary about, you know, the Air Force or Jets or something. Mm -hmm. You know, he would just talk about what you're watching. (laughs) I remember his mom was so frustrated because that evening she's like, I've been trying to call you all day. He, he was like, my phone must have been off the hook.
0: <laughs> oh, that was the moment they had—you know—phones um, with lines and uh, yes, landlines. Yeah. We had landlines. Yes. It was also no, so, like little mobile. Yeah. Phones then, yeah, yeah. Oh, there were mobile. but
1: It was a bag phone. Oh yeah, the that's how, to how prepare, old I am. Yeah, yeah. 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 and then the, the <laughs> it the was in my car. <laughs> yes, we didn't have.
0: It. <laughs> that's how old I am, people. <laughs> so Tony, yeah. and then at what point? Because I imagine he probably asked you out. Was it like an outright yes for you, or you still had some work to do?
1: Um, he asked me to go to dinner. We went to dinner,
0: so uh, you kind of knew something was coming. In the yeah,
1: I knew that. I knew that I really enjoyed. His company. Okay. You know that's good. Um and his divorce was finalized before my divorce was finalized. His divorce was final Valentine's Day. Oh.
0: Well <laughs> 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 what, a, what a gift I imagine. <laughs> and when was your final? I'll actually say that
1: uh he actually came to my house and borrowed my ex husband's Tie to wear to Uh, his court.
0: (laughs) That is so sweet. You let. I want the symbolism of a tie to tie something down to break it away. I'm not gonna go into symbolism. Yeah, that's anyways.
1: uh, My divorce was finalized May 27th, and then he left for uh, his Tdy. He was uh, reserves, yeah. So he was Navy Reserve stationed with the Marines. So he went to Key West, Florida. Operation Vacation. So
0: you went with him? Uh,
1: he- no, I, I didn't go okay, with him. You yeah. uh, he was gone for a month of mm-hmm. deployment. Probably that was hard for you because you weren't talking to him quite as much. We, we didn't get to talk as much. Uh, it, we would talk on the phone, you know, occasionally and write letters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really good. He had told me, then he had asked me to marry him. And I was like, no, I, you know, I'm... At the point that he asked me, he said, "Just whenever you're ready, let me know." And I'm like, "I, I'm just divorced, you know."
0: It all like, look good, yeah. yeah, yeah. Plus, you needed some time.
1: Yeah, I wanted to be <laughs> there. Like, I didn't want to. Nobody likes to be divorced. Like, I recognize the thing. Like, I went into my first marriage with the mindset that I had watched my mom take care of my dad, do all these things for my dad. And I still had a lot of bitterness towards my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to, to do that. And I remember, I remember like four days into my first marriage and uh, my mother-in-law tells uh, him, I see that I, I didn't take his plate from the table Mm -hmm. to the sink sink, and do the dishes. I'm like, he has two (laughs) legs. He has the ability. (laughs) And in the groomed. And for context, like he was four years older than me. Okay. But he had just in that last year, like my senior year of high school, moved out of his parents' home, but his mom would still go lay his clothes out. She would still clean his apartment. So
0: (laughs) where you guys were staying?
1: Not oh, when, when, we when we were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. we weren't. After here, he was out there. Yeah. So I was like, "Was that the only?" I child? I definitely had a. Re- was it the only child? Re- he no, he was the baby though. Oh, they only had two kids, and okay, he was okay. a lot younger than sister. Yeah, and so yeah, I definitely had a rebellious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. uh, so when did when you? had when did we, when, when did you
0: say yes to his
1: proposal? Like, how far out? Um well he he was deployed he came back uh at the end of june june 28th and i picked him up at the airport in little rock arkansas and uh the next day i told him i'm ready to marry you so that
0: would you say that distance kind of helped you put things in perspective oh yeah did you go on other dates while he was away no, okay. I never, I never dated anybody okay, else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: wow. and it's been how many years now? Twenty five. It'll be twenty six this year. So yeah. good, Yeah. And it was interesting. My mom, my older brother, definitely were not for. Well, in in all reality, like yeah. I had just gone through, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, my divorce. You know, he had gone through a divorce. Uh, you know, we had little ones, he, they knew I had a lot of emotional scars from my first marriage. And so, you know, it was fair for them to feel, and they knew he was, you know, young in his faith and, um, they had a lot. They yeah. were like, this is not going to last.
0: We're yeah. is- smiling. smiling now. <laughs> yeah. but I, yeah. Of course, they do that out of concern for you. For yeah. sure. Yeah. My mom was like, this is
1: not going to last a month and it'll be over. Ooh. And um, yeah, but I'll say this. Like my mom adored Tony. Like she, she became... Or he became uh, her favorite. Yeah, um, I could see that. I yeah, could see that happening.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about blended family. You came with your daughter. He came mm-hmm. with his daughter. Yeah. Now how how old were your kids, both of you? So they were both two when we got oh, married. So they probably didn't know
1: so, so no, and so it was like having twins. Oh. And they, when we got married uh they were with us on the same weekend mm-hmm. and then they would be you know away the same weekend so we had time you know we had that that time to yeah, so, just yeah. for the two of us yeah you know so it was good they're three months apart so yeah. mckenzie is february 26th yeah. and then gates is may 19th her birthday so are
0: they very close still
1: uh They've had a, a like bumpy, sisters, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like
0: yeah, typical yeah. Sisters, sister yeah.
1: type of relationship.
0: Did you have some issues with maybe like feeling like you're probably too soft on one person versus the other? How did you take take that steady balance of honoring this new child, a bonus child divided to your marriage, mm-hmm. while at the same time helping them connect to their kin who might not be related to you? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: that is definitely a um sacred and holy and messy part of the process with a blended family, yeah, and I definitely would say uh there were there were times that it felt like there was an ease to it, and then there were definitely times that it was really challenging, obviously What's interesting is they were both two. they were young, um and so it felt really easy easier, mm-hmm. easier when they good. were younger mm-hmm. um but as they got older, even though like we you know we worked so hard you know to create this space like we're a family, do things together we we really learning that rhythm we found that it never, like you never really found mm. a full stride with that rhythm. And so it was challenging because on one side, you know, like she wanted to embrace me as a mom, but, but I also knew, I knew the feelings of her mom and I wanted to honor and respect that. So that created another form of, of tension, tension. and difficulty, um, you know, of, of where, I fit and how to do this mm-hmm. and how to do it well. Right. Um whereas like with McKinsey with my daughter, with McKenzie's dad, um things were amicable between the two of us. You know, we really got to a had come to a place where it's like we were not good together and this is better again, not that things were were perfect by any means but we really had a workable a working relationship, yeah, relationship you know yes. for for mckenzie and i would let mckenzie go see him as much as she wanted to go over and as much as he you know like his schedule would allow and it was a very different dynamic on the other side and so it was navigating a lot of tensions yeah. you know and our biggest arguments between Tony and I, the kids was always about the kids, mm.
0: you know. I imagine disciplining them also probably factors into it. Oh play, yeah, oh yeah, yes. Right? yes. yes. How, how
1: and they're this? two different personalities. Mm-hmm. So Mackenzie is much like me, really She's strong,
0: smiley. fiery, <laughs> <laughs> quite on the outside. Yes,
1: um, but very strong, <laughs> <laughs> and. uh, you know, Gates is strong in her own way, but their personalities different, are yeah. really different. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, like Tony, it felt like Tony was so much harder on Mackenzie. But Mackenzie was with us all the time, Ooh. too. she so
0: he got more. She got more oh. with the... Mm-hmm. Plus, she got more, what felt more, more like the, the strong the, arm, but because it's also okay. very strong-willed, you know oh, something yes. quite as strong to kind of you know. Yeah, for sure. Instead, like this is the authority here. You gotta mm-hmm. obey the rules of the house. Yes, and but. she would
1: push the limits. <laughs>
0: They're all built that way. I have a toddler, so I know yes. exactly. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness!
1: Yeah. Wow. I I I wish that I had the language that I give to parents now. Mm-hmm. I wish I had had it then. You know, like remember, you're training up a leader. They're gonna color outside the lines. They're gonna push all the limits. You know, and see where they
0: are <laughs> their trailblazer. Keep reminding me. Of you said that this week when we had like a labor of a of a note down somewhere, yes. which I'm not gonna talk about. <laughs> She's an angel. Oh, yeah. Angel in training. <laughs> she doesn't have her wings yet. Um, so you have three kids together, right?
1: We have three kids. So
0: together. when did um, every come? How many years into your marriage? Yeah.
1: So um, we actually got pregnant not long after we got married. Okay. And um, and then we we lost... Trade in December seventh of nineteen ninety seven. Oh no, I didn't know you had a pregnancy so Was yeah, it a boy? Uh, yeah. So, I not confirmed by like not confirmed by an ultrasound yeah. or anything, but I had yeah. I knew I had a dream like the Lord showed me uh, a week before I lost him. Like, um, I had this dream and I just saw our baby, uh, you know, in, in these large massive hands. I knew it was God's hands and knew. And, um, so you saw it coming. I, yes. Wow. So a week later when, um, on a Sunday afternoon, he was gone for his—it was drill weekend, and he was gone. And I was doing some painting in our bedroom, and I started having, you know, the sphere cramps and went to the bathroom and was, was bleeding. And so I knew—I was like, something's, something's not right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And— um I went to, like I said, it was on a Sunday, and so I had to go meet uh, to pick my daughter up. She was with with her dad for the weekend, and I met, picked her up. And then I went to church, and I was on the worship team. And so I sang at church that night, and we got through a couple of the songs, and I, I had actually had to leave the stage. I'm like, I'm not, like, something's terribly wrong. And so I went up. He had made it back from drill by that time and so i just went up for prayer with our pastors and i was like i know i'm pretty sure that i'm losing the baby but but i have peace and you know i just shared the dream and i'm like i know our baby is in god's hands and we went to the er and i uh i'm sorry it's okay um, so, um, yeah, they're in the bathroom at the ER. Uh, I lost the baby. I'm
0: so sorry. And, I didn't know. Um,
1: Yeah. So, um, like, I, I knew, one thing I didn't share earlier, like, the moment that I, I know the exact moment that I fell in love with Tony. What was that? Uh, he had come over to my house. It was the very first time he came over to my house for dinner, and I cooked dinner for us, and Mackenzie was there that night. And he picked her up and she laid her head on his shoulder and he just began to rock and walk with her. And she just fell asleep on his shoulder. Wow. And I'm like, this is a good man, Ooh. you know, and he will take care. He will take good care of us. He's and carrying so the babies. I, okay
0: guys, <laughs> carrying the babies. If you want to score, <laughs> <and> <laughs> All the puppies and the yellow little babies.
1: <laughs> and, and so I, I, just thought of that. I was thinking about that memory, like being in that ER and laying and waiting on them to come, you know, back in and, and he's just cleaning me up Mm. and caring for me and nurturing, you know, and there's tears and there's laughter. And then we get home that night and we crawl in bed and we just lay beside each other and just, you know, weep. you know, as we're starting that grieving process and just hold hands and then we laugh and tell stories. And, um, it was just a beautiful moment. And, but we, we named our baby. His name is Trayden, Trayden. Anthony Trayden. Um, we just felt that was important. We know that Trayden has weight.
0: What is Trayden? World? Like?
1: That was a great question.
0: Where did it come from? <laughs> Who named it? Um, how do you spell it? T-R-A-E-T-O-N? T-R- T r
1: a y d e n. Never heard of it. We just like okay. We just like the name.
0: And, okay. Um No, Tony, ain't know about, but not I know, <laughs> I know. And so,
1: of course, you know Anthony is from Tony, mm-hmm. Anthony, so
0: um, I would give that away.
1: <laughs> and so, so then it was in nineteen ninety nine. January of 1999. That month was a horrible month for me. I was so sick, um, like I could not work the whole month. I and all I did was just throw up. I just day after day after day. After Are you pregnant? Day. didn't know. And I was well. I was not pregnant uh, at that point in time. And I just had what they ended up saying was a super virus. I at the end of the month I ended up in the hospital, and like they had me on the cancer floor. Like they were doing all cut. Like it was crazy the amount of tests and like I was down to like a hundred four hundred and two pounds, two hundred two hundred four pounds. Like I I couldn't even walk across a room. Like I just was so. Week and um, where did
0: you catch this book? Did you go swimming in the background? I or don't
1: even know. Like, I literally photographed a, um, a pageant because I was a photographer little Worked for my brother and uh, yeah. kids of all ages, like yeah. it was young you know. Virus carriers. But um, <laughs> <laughs> little will turn magnets, yeah. um, but yeah, so I was so sick and then, you know, when you lose a month of time because you're so
0: sick. Like, we were doing all kinds of celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> so we can say that every little celebration, baby. <laughs> Hi, <everybody. laughs> and I think yeah. also when you've been this close to death, you begin to realize that these are things that are important to mm-hmm. me, you know. Let's get on things. Yes. Let's not waste time let's anymore. Let's get moving. Yes, yes, yes. We knew we wanted to have kids Thank God together. for the virus. I didn't mind I could say that <laughs>
1: Yes, and so, uh, yeah, I got pregnant with Avery, and at uh, 30 weeks, I was photographing a pageant again, and went into preterm labor, and ended up in the hospital, and thankfully, uh, they were able to get the labor stopped, but then I was on bed rest for six weeks, and Mm. so she was born at 36 weeks. Wow. Two days, wow. and uh, we 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 used an alternate birthing center, so we had a, a midwife and okay. yeah. Tony did about the of baby, stuff. yeah, yeah nice.
0: stuff. So what's the age gap between Avery and um, your Irish twins?
1: Um, five years. They are, uh, yeah, five okay. years.
0: But they yeah. did they step on quickly as big sisters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And yeah and I
1: it's funny because I had always said I wanted like if I had kids I wanted them to be like five yeah. or six years apart yeah. like they each kind of had their own space, space yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um and then you had yeah. it, and, then... and then Ella so Avery and Ella are 17 months apart Ooh. and so when I got pregnant with Ella because I went back to work I worked for my brother mm-hmm. uh, he was a photographer and uh, he had a thriving studio, and so I was his studio manager. So my kids could go. Like I was, Mackenzie was a week old, and I went back to work because um, I could just take her with me. Mm-hmm. And then Avery was three weeks old. And I went back to work, mm-hmm. and they're seventeen months apart. And I got found out I was pregnant with Ella, and I cried. way you said, or- uh, yeah, I was like, I can't. I can't can't believe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We know how that
0: happens, right? You know how that that happens? happens. It's not that. It's a supernatural (laughs) thinking. Mary is the only one that has that on record.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So so then ended back up like I was high risk and ended ended back up uh, in bed for 10 weeks. that with her and so she was born at 30 36 weeks okay so the minute that i got off bed rest i led worship at a women's event mm-hmm. and then she was born the next
0: day wow
1: wow yeah was so this? So was i was so i had, had better? uh well no i was on bed rest with him too um but we did a home birth with okay. uh Ella and Luke, oh, and then we did an alternate birthing center with Avery. Lovely. But uh, no, Luke, I was I was on bed rest almost ten weeks again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was a week late.
0: He was Ooh. a week over. There. He
1: was like, "I'm I'm gonna late. take my time." I I told people, "I'm like, okay, y'all prayed really well, but my due date is of gone. I need
0: you to pray. To I need to come more. out.
1: <laughs> Get it out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was a really fast. Like I woke up on on a Sunday morning and yeah. had my first i mean i would had different times where we thought okay this is it yeah, yeah. this is it, we'll up it. Yeah. and um but i woke up that morning and and just over an hour later he was born, he was born. yeah the well, midwife didn't make it here so so tony did tony did it
0: hey tony yes
1: <laughs> tony clutch he's my hero i could see that
0: now let's we're gonna move conversation um to another Direction, but before I do that, I would like to ask you this question What has been the most rewarding and also most challenging moment for you as a person in a blended marriage? It could be a mom or just a wife or just, you know, a second mom. to you know, even though mm-hmm. she's still your daughter, but, you know, she still has a mom and all that. What would you say was the most rewarding part of everything and then the most challenging part of all of that process?
1: Yeah, I think that I'll start with the most challenging part. Um, it's really challenging navigating that relationship you, when you love someone so much, as much as I love Tony and as much as I love Gates, but you have an outside influence that because of their own life, hurt, and um because their own you know the the things that they are working through and so they're very much against this person that you love so much and trying to stay rooted and grounded in love Mm. and practice patience and kindness and to honor them well through it Mm. That was really hard, and Mm. regretfully, I don't think I always did that well. Not 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 as well as I I would wish that I would have, Mm. you know? One of the most rewarding things of being a blended family, I would say, when we we first, right after we got married, um, we went to a blended family support group. And right off the bat, that very first night, they tell you, eighty-five percent of second marriages end in divorce.
0: Oh wow, that was then, right?
1: Now it's probably
0: like hundred percent. I know. So I just encountered temptation on Instagram yeah. and TikTok, Ooh. and I'm
1: like, we're still here. It's- we're still writing our story. Um, we still love each other so much, and in our our kids our family even though we've had like our families even blended in another way because we, we we didn't even mention josh oh yeah so, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Tony's laughs> yeah, we yeah. have a son it's tony's son josh that came into our lives when he was 17 i think he was 17 and years old about
0: tony, tony um
1: tony, uh, tony had an awareness that his mom had gotten pregnant but had been told that he had been aborted and so, um
0: all those, years.
1: all those years he had had no idea well i I say he had no idea. I actually remember like four weeks after we got married we can we come home from a Sunday night church service, and Tony's really emotional that evening, and I was like, babe, what?" What is bothering you? And he actually shared with me then about, you know, I dated this girl. We met at a concert uh, one night down in Little Rock. We both went to different colleges, um, but we dated for a little bit. I went off into the Navy and I got a letter saying that she was pregnant and then got another letter two weeks later saying that she'd had an abortion. And he said, so like wrestling through this grief he said but i've always had this feeling that they're out there somewhere i just don't
0: but have he any he doesn't to go
1: so he tried to find her when he got out of basic training mm-hmm. basic training is very different now yeah. you have opportunity for a little Corporate more contact and, yeah. but back then you got one phone call part way through and so he tried to find her when he Got back, but he didn't have a lot to go off of because neither one of them lived in the, the same area. Different schools.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then, fast forward. So Josh came into our life, and we have relationship with him, and he has our uh, three Amazing. grandsons. So yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's an age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of different dynamics that we've had yeah, to navigate. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. through and uh, we went through a season where Gates was his daughter was completely estranged from us, so there's been a lot of pain, there. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of a lot of grief, a lot of um, having to trust the oh, Lord yeah. when you don't see,
0: you see the opposite, yeah, of what you want to see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, That's yeah, reminder. I think patience and then just doing your back to love on people even though it might be hard and you might make some mistakes but that's okay yes as long as you get back on until you it. you get back up and and one thing that we've always tried to
1: model in front of our kids is the power of an apology mm-hmm. so we never want to be too prideful that we can't apologize? apologize to each other mm-hmm. in front of our kids apologize to our kids when we've you know, made in. mistakes, mm-hmm. you know. Well, um, African parents just left this conversation
0: because <laughs> <laughs> some of them could never. <laughs> it's out of love. It's out of love. <laughs> now, let's talk about your other role as Gigi. Right. Oh, so, yes, it's a big personal for me. So, I'm going to. So, for those who don't know, this is, she's one, she's half of her, and her husband, uh, arifa our daughter's um godparents. And I mm-hmm. think it probably started in 2021, just your relationship with arife And I'm mm-hmm. going to call it a relationship because you guys are on a different planet, right? And we... I'm, I'm, I'm tearing I'm up. I'm going to tear up. I'm going to tear up. So it's fine. Um, I know this was post-COVID and mm-hmm. myself and Tywo were going for, to Jamaica for our wedding anniversary. And up until then, we always had her with us, but we couldn't take her out of the country because she was still in foster care and it was going to be for our anniversary. It wasn't just going to be perfect to take a child. And I remember, thanks, Tony. So <laughs> I remember reaching out to Daya, like, hey, Daya, do you know anyone that can help us, you know, look after Arifel are Gun, We need a family that does respite care? And they're like, oh, you know Farrah from, I'm like, Farah, yeah, I know Farrah. So <laughs> like, yeah, Farrah does respite I'm like, you say? Yeah, let me reach out to her. And I and I think I reached out to you and then you didn't even say no. You just said yes right away. You hadn't even met her. You didn't know whether she was a monster baby, you just said yes right away. I'm like, I hope she doesn't turn, you know, around and say no. And I remember sending you a letter. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I I totally remember. <laughs> I think I'm a, I'm like, let me just give us my us, I'm in Taiwan, I mean Taiwan, the best opportunity for this child to be with them once we get on the plane when we're coming back until the honeymoon second. Phase is over so that was me. You know, that was my way of just enticing but everything in there was true as you come to know later when you had the relationship with the
1: letter I laughed I cried I like
0: <laughs> oh, I should probably I should probably you know, see see about posting it sometime um but your relationship didn't stop there you know I think it just went from just being a respite care to actually being there and I'll tell you this like you have no idea what it means I, th- I think I've said it many times but let me just say it right now it means a lot to us that the way you love in her and i feel like for a child like especially a child that comes from a place where she came from she needs that but then just a child born into this world because i grew up in Nigeria, and that concept of a village was in a child is so literal Mm -hmm. like i have aunties and uncles i could turn to i have you know but here it's so different you know the way the structure of the society is so different and i know she loves you guys like so at home i'm the favorite (laughs) but with Gigi Gigi's the favorite and I love (laughs) it I don't have a little bit of jealousy once in a while but it's okay it's just normal I think every mom will feel that way but you love her and it's a love that is multiplied in so many ways why what what is it about bar for you because I know you have other kids as well you know but I feel like she's quite special to you she is very special to me okay
1: you know like there are a lot it's it's interesting because I we do have our own grandkids you know uh, that and they all live in alabama i keep telling them you know like inside tip live close to the grandparents Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know anytime that they get jealous about yeah. the time that i spend with ari i'm like you could
0: have it. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a time <laughs> lucky Ari did
1: um i'm i i mean from the moment that i met her in the church lobby Um, I don't know. There was just something special. Like I think of the word magical, you know, like, you know, the context of like, it was just something supernatural. Like the Holy Spirit just, I don't mean to be weird or like, it's just like, it was just the Lord just began knitting my heart, you know, with hers. And, and I love to support. So there'd been other families that we had done respite care like we love you know supporting that uh uh, supporting those families and um we had had you know some kids that lived in our home for like 10 months that um we were safety monitors for them the young lady had lived with their mom the young lady had lived with us for a, a time and so we know that we feel called like to love in that way like it's it's biblical, it's spiritual, it's not out of duty or responsibility, you know, that God requires this, even though he does tell us yeah. we should take care of the widows oh, and yes, we should and take they're... care of the orphans. Yes, yes. yes we should. Mm-hmm. Um but I I just feel compelled. And but there's just something unique about Ari. Oh, she I'm she like I her. see she the could. fire and the light yeah. in yeah. her eyes. Like I I just want to uh I want to Support you guys, but like, I think the, the wind beneath her wings, you
0: know. Like, I just <laughs> a leader in training. I think she's the leader in training. Yeah, I should, she, you know what like me? on Monday, whenever that was a Wednesday at Lifetime, and I feel like I'm I felt at home, I know everything she says, like, I'm able to hear, you know, distinctively what she wants because right now she's holding yeah, yeah. her words. But she said something, I want snacks, but I didn't hear. Oh, snacks. yeah, she wants snack <laughs> i don't know, like, what she saying? And for I what comes? I mean, you guys. She was. You were right behind her. said, she, like, she wants snacks. Oh, that was snacks. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know her. Her her heart language. You're able to like respond to her needs, and there's a tenderness you bring to her as well. I mean, she she adores you. Even the mention of your name, you go. We're gonna see Gigi on Sunday. <laughs> You know, and of course there's pops, which is you know. We're going oh pops, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just want to say thank you, and I know thank you is probably not the right words to say because it sounds like you all the service. Mm-hmm. But thanks for being part of our village, you know, because I mean, when it was time to choose godparents, we just knew it had to be you guys, you know. I mean, you are the only people around us that we know that you could entrust the spirituality and just the overall wellness of our daughter to. I mean, we have a, our own jobs to do as parents, but yes, you yes. can't do it all, you know, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. So thank you. Thank you for loving her and please keep loving yeah. her. Oh, thank as, you for, as loud as, well as you care, because she deserves it. And she, she, she actually responds a lot to, I mean, there's a way you come. I don't know how you, say, you calm her down. You're also able to talk to her like, Hey, when you want to say thank you to somebody, look in the eye. So we're working on that, and I've learned so much from you. Because every time she comes to your house, by the time we send her home, by the time we send her home, she's actually more well behaved. Oh, wow. Did I tell you that? Wow! No, she goes to bed without even having to be told. Wow! Like she would just take her blanket after eating, just go yeah. to bed. Oh my god! And gosh. then one time I was actually looking for her, like where she, because sometimes she hides. And she was yes. In bed. Wow, sleeping. <laughs> So you do. There's a there's a there's a way you guys take care of her that it actually helps us to see. Okay, maybe we can do this. And even books, you know, some books mm-hmm. like, she's she's singing now, and I'm like, why she laying this song? or maybe from Farrah's house, you know, like the Mother Puddles, you know, for the Little Pepper book that you yes. had, and what she's trying to say, I didn't know what it was until you know you pressed that pressed and, and press the other one it was like hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so thank we you. We do the voices. We have fun. She keeps me young. Really? You know,
1: and and so. I think definitely there's a piece of it that she fills a void, you know, because our grandkids so live so ahead, far yeah. away, but they're, she's just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And so I think as much as she lights up when I, when she sees me, like I light up when I, like I can be so depleted, you know, from a heavy week. And it's like, I see her and it's like, Okay. She requires energy. Yeah. That's why. It's, <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Like, it's just like breath in my lungs. It's, yeah. You know, like I'll chase her around this. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank um, you.
0: Thank you for that. So let's talk about your ministry. I recall from the first time you're talking about your heritage, you said how you had your stage at a very young age, singing. Mm-hmm. Now, one okay. Before I, that, before I talk about that, let's talk about this one. What's one thing people, um, in a way, assume about you when they first meet you, but it's not necessarily always the truth? But I, <laughs> he's laughing. I got that question from him, by the way. <laughs> For my secret, secret tipster. <laughs>
1: Something that people
0: think about. They assume about you when they meet you the first time. They assume, oh, maybe based on things you do, and they assume this is how you're gonna be. But then, by the time they meet you, like, oh no, she's totally different from what I'm intimidating. One, and then maybe extroverted, right? Oh, yeah, probably. I thought you were super super (laughs) extroverted because the way you're saying, the way you're around Mm -hmm. church, you know, because that's the only setting I'd known you. You know, and then even outside of church, it was during the small groups and you're always in your element, you know, ask questions.
1: Yeah. So funny story when Tony and I literally, so we got married on a Tuesday, Mm. uh, Tuesday evening and we came home and we got up and we went to work on Wednesday, like both of us. And uh, he comes home the next day and my job, so I was a studio manager and my my brother, he had one of the top studios in the in our area. And so it was weddings, it was pageant, school events, like, you know, so I was with people all the time. But when I came home, like that was my
0: you yeah, know zone. Yeah.
1: I'm not saying this is the right perspective. <laughs> I'm saying this is how I was. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that I would go home and like I just really like that's just like let loose yeah and so he comes home that first day and i hear voices outside and i'm like who is he talking to and i can't so i go peek out the window and he's talking to the neighbor, which i knew my neighbors but we were all like everybody first day pretty much everybody worked uh in you know like public work like where they were like one was a police officer. So they're constantly, you know, serving the public in the community, you know, like doing like with people all the time. And so we were all like, hello, but everybody just kind of stayed to themselves. And until Tony came into the cold de
0: (laughs) he brought you out like a deal chick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You became friendly. Yeah. So like, even when we moved here, um, he when we when we moved to this neighborhood like Tony he knows everyone on our street they call like we we have several of our neighbors that are older and so he's you know he really has had the honor to serve them well Mm -hmm. like some of them have had medical emergencies and they reach out to him you know he's been there he's walked with them through it like they trust him like i have a great husband. yeah you're
0: good good he's the best you got it good, good. not that we're saying because he's right here but,
1: um, um and so yeah he's helped me to be more i mean like i grew up in you know, like i i talked about gans earlier like it was a small community everybody knew each other but our i i don't know why i said but and We lived up on a hillside, like we had neighbors close that you were with, but there was a like we didn't have a we cared for people, you know, like I care for people, but um, he's like the other level of neighborly that's good. Any compliment you need to practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So I definitely sit on that line, okay. I'm performing, I think I'm
0: an ambivert, but you're probably ambivalent with the. Have you a touch on the introverted side? I remember when you're comfortable in a the zone, then you can let loose, like for example, church or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, if
1: you see me in environments like with my kids, mm-hmm. uh, if we go to, and this is where he always really gets me because, <laughs> like, when our daughters were on the palm squad, uh, he was the one that was the palm vice president, mm-hmm. not me. <laughs> uh you know we get in baseball settings, things like that. I'm really shy, a really quiet, you know where he's talking to everybody, everybody. In the stand, they all know this, they're going to dinner, and I'm like, I'm good to you know go watch the game and then go back to the hotel or whatever you know yeah. to yeah. like our little family, like yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, for that. thanks for that. I also forgot to mention something. I think for me, moving to the US has been, I mean, there's been so many layers of that experience. and I think the biggest thing I've had to learn is how to relate with people who might not necessarily have the same culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think that exchange should go both ways in the sense that, you're coming with your own culture, but you also yeah. want to learn about my culture. And yes. I'll say that you, I consider you, and Tony very culturally, um, what's the level for it? it aware. Mm. You know, you're very respectful about that. And you want to know, case in point, whenever we had adopted Arifé, so before her, her adoption, she was known as Beloved, and you would you would not refuse you would you had you had me send you a voice recording of how to say honey because it was very important for you yeah. to say honey. I'm like I'm like for it's for it could call a Harry No, I wanna yeah. know the full name. So thank you. I just wanted to say that. You yes. know, I thought that was really cute of you to uh, incorporate that into, you know, just your have. Yeah. We're kinda of winding down, now, but I have to talk about your singing ministry. You sing so beautifully. Thank and you. It's just—I mean—I always notice when I know in the worship team. Not, not that I'm always looking out for you, <laughs> but if I be unknown in the worship team, I always notice it. But well, I mean, what has it been like for you as that little girl from you know wherever you grew up, you know, singing on the stage to now singing in a big church like you know ours? And was this something you also learned from your? Like, do you think your singing came from your mom or your dad, or it was just independently you know um, cultivated? It,
1: so both my parents. Oh, wow. Sing. And my they mom... They sing, sing? Not to the level... The star records? Oh, no, no, okay, no. Good. Not like that. Um, but they both loved music. Okay. They both, you know, sang. At, we, we all sang together at home. There are families, like when we would have family get-togethers, it always involved, it would end with the time that we would gather around and sing um, songs, you know, from the church, songs of faith. Um, together, and so it was just cultivated. My mom, she didn't necessarily, she couldn't read music, mm. and so she was determined when I was young and started taking piano lessons that wow. I would not play by ear, but I would right. learn to play. Yeah. You know, by music. So I took eight years of piano, wow. and was um, it too
0: that long? Was I that strange, I- or it's just for you? Took that long.
1: Yeah, it's probably for me. It took that
0: long. No, no, because, <laughs> because I'm learning guitar and I want to know how many years I have to add on to it because I don't know anything about music. I'm t- I'm almost tone deaf. I think I can't read music for. The- <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking lessons? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. With the Edmond music. Yeah. yeah, I began that's fun. six years ago, but I swapped it for Korean. So yeah, yeah, I'm back now. I yeah. tried. I I want. Well,
1: I said for the longest I would like to learn how to play guitar, and that's then I was that's like, bad, I was like. You should be able yeah. to. Yeah. So you're for yes. oh, like, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I took lessons. Yeah. And I just have a hard time. Like I see, I see everything yeah. on that piano yeah. scale. Wow. And so and you
0: hear I really struggle. You know everything. You know every key. You know. So you can I, listen to a song and then just play it. But no. You, okay. You still need to. Yeah. yeah. I, like I have to work. I, I generally, if
1: I hear it, like I can have a, I have a, pretty good idea. Oh, this is the one chord, the four chord, the five chord, um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I struggled learning, uh, guitar. So someday I'll pick okay. it back up. I took lessons for a little while. Okay. Um, music was just like, I would sit at the piano i actually have yeah, the piano yeah, yeah. that yeah. was at my mom's house that i grew up playing yeah. um after she passed away that was the one thing she let everybody know the piano I love <laughs> um, and so like i would ev- every sunday afternoon most a lot of Saturdays. I I just played for hours. I played songs that my dad enjoyed, you know, um off the radio. I played songs from church. I whatever I could get my I just would play it over and, and over and over. Um, and I I always grew up doing specials in church. Really had a tenderness for the Lord. I knew that I wanted to you know, sing songs for him about him. I've I've done a recording. I've done a couple of recordings. Um, you know, some songwriting things like that. But I just, for me, it was always. You know, like I I love when other people go out and and they do stuff. It's on the radio. It's here. It's there. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, use their giftings in that way. But mine has just always been. Like, I just feel rooted, like, in the, I love the local church.
0: So what would you say Um, are the skills um, needed to become, like, uh, a well-grounded worship leader?
1: um, Well, first and foremost, because this is one of the conversations that I have, even with some of our uh, newer Mm. team members that that come in, Like, there are plenty of great vocalists. There are plenty of great instrumentalists. Um, but we are doing this in the church and so a prayer life, a life in the word, like knowing God's word, knowing his heart, like that's important, like practicing those spiritual disciplines. Mm. That's important because the reality is worship isn't just about an hour on Sunday. Mm. That's really the overflow, Mm. you know, of a life lived in purpose, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's that heart response of obedience to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard this statement years ago, and like I believe it to be true. Like John three sixteen is for God so loved the world that He gave. Like giving is the highest form of worship,
0: and the uh, time, your resources, whatever you yes. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm thanks for that so we've talked about fire the daughter the sister the wife the mom let's talk about fire you <laughs> how do you what are some ways you take care of yourself yeah. like just without tony just you <laughs> what are some ways and it's okay if you want to mention tony because i know he's your best friend yeah that. he is my
1: best friend yeah he's yeah. we have fun together
0: i know I think um guys though were like camp you know get on the boat oh yeah a little camper and just drive you know? oh yes yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so we we have a
1: now we have a tent that goes up on top of our truck yeah. and yeah. i love it because we can just drive into places and, they, they enjoy, they um, know how they enjoy. it enjoy. really goes back to my roots of um, being a tomboy <laughs> 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 because most of my friends are like uh give me a hotel room you know i'll <laughs> <RV camp. laughs> be and I'm like, I'm start there. the campfire. I don't mind if I haven't showered for a couple of days. smell like... quiet was. Now, critters, I, that's the... That's why you draw the, I, eye. In, yeah, I
0: draw the Mosquitoes? Me. How about but, mosquitoes? Oh, I don't mind mosquitoes. Uh, like, yeah, okay, like, I'm from them. Africa. I mind them. But yeah. <laughs> the different. The ca- they carry malaria, but yours... That's true. that's true.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so how do
0: you take care of yourself?
1: So I really had to learn sacred rhythm Uh, And what I mean by that is that I mentioned that my dad was a workaholic and I have a lot of my dad's tendencies. Like I was a workaholic, like did not know when to shut Shut things down, down, you know? And so I would just work, 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 or even give, 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 (laughs) you know, Um, and at at my own expense, you know, like you can rest when you're dead.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's plenty of sleep. <laughs> that, was, that used but, to be my motto yeah. <laughs> Yes. But rest is a gift that the Lord
1: and even the Lord.
0: He on the seventh day. So for mm-hmm. me
1: to think that I'm, can function yeah. at a different level. Yeah. Is wrong.
0: Um,
1: so sacred rhythm. Okay. So, yeah. So I really have worked hard uh, to rest and have you know, some boundaries around time to just slow down and breathe, not have to fill up all the moments Mm -hmm. with doing things or even being places with people because of how it might Look, so look shop. yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. You
0: tend to please people a lot more than you? I am, the people please. Uh, okay, so it's yes. about it's just knowing that tendency and finding ways and maybe relying on a spouse to help you not go over sometimes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one
1: thing when I got pregnant with Mackenzie, um, I, I got which a lot of women do, I got so sick, yeah. um, and the things that my body craved was vegetables and water.
0: What kind of vegetables? Like all kinds?
1: Like all kinds of vegetables. Oh, which I, a, loved vegetables. <laughs> yes, I loved vegetables.
0: Yeah. I love
1: vegetables, but I couldn't like I could not drink soda. I could like literally couldn't drink soda because I would just Wretched yeah. Yes, yes. yeah. I could not eat chocolate. And I enjoyed chocolate, but I could not eat chocolate and I would just throw it up. Well then when you go eight months you know yeah. of not like in my year. you know I have definitely shifted you know what I craved and what I wanted and so I I went like and I didn't have caffeine so I went like over 10 years without caffeine in my diet I didn't eat chocolate and so mostly vegetables and so I really feel like there is my my family genetics mm-hmm. you know there is a tendency to Um, be, there's obesity in our family, you know, to be overweight and stuff. And so I just, I was like, this isn't bad habits, you know? So I just kept drinking water. Um, and then when I got pregnant with Luke, I started eating a little more chocolate again. And so I have it on occasion, but I you know, I just, I try to be careful about the sugar, and Things like that, mm-hmm. and I think that has helped me physically, and then that helps my soul, so, you so, know. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Just
0: finding everything, yeah,
1: yeah. And and I also, too, like I know, like my mom, she had a um, like a nerve disease, and that caused her to be because of the extreme pain that she lived with, she was more immobile. Um, and so I just try to. Even if I, as I get older and I get some joint pain and stuff, you know, I really try to work to, movement is good for me. And so I
0: try to, you know. So you're trying to do that now so that you don't have to pay so much for it. Well, yeah. It's very smart for us. Uh, What happened to talk about? I think we've talked about almost We've talked about a lot. Yeah. And it's
1: about me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I know, I know, but how do you feel? Let me check in with you. How do you feel so far? I feel good. Right? Okay. I, I know before we did this, you're we a little bit apprehensive. A, a little bit? I just, I didn't want to say, <laughs> I didn't want to say a whole length of it. But how do you, I mean, did you, is your apprehension still there or it's kind of melted? So like I...
1: The thing I knew once we got into, into it? it, yeah, yeah,
0: it was just. I mean, like, it's
1: part. I'm always comfortable around you. Oh, thank you, and thank you. you are very hospitable. Oh. And
0: okay, wait, people feel- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm get very awkward. Let's <laughs> 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 right, we'll
1: you, thing. you make people feel safe. Oh, thank you, thank you, we do. And thank, you. Like, thank you, thank you.
0: It has been maybe we should bring a to a really maybe friendship. you can. Uh, I did some things you like to say about your wife. Oh gosh! Uh, sure. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> the reason I called, we can. Yeah. So we're bringing in um, Mr. Stout.
1: <laughs> He's got to take the glasses off the top of his head because he knows that I'll say something. I'll
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> don't give him a hard time, Farah. <laughs> Yeah, you guess what? There's so much space. Oh, you just wanna. All right, we're right having a moment. You guys have to forgive us. <laughs> all right, take care. It's all it. It's a love seat. Oh, Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so, how's it been like, my, being married to fire Uh, probably my greatest adventure. Really has
1: it has, it has been. Well, I, I just <laughs> wasn't. I, I didn't anticipate that question. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if I'd really sat down and thought about it, I, I would have to say it is my greatest
0: adventure because it's this has been the constant that has lasted the longest in my life. Yeah. This concludes this week's episode with Farah. Catch up on the concluding episode with Tony and Farah next week. I had to stop you here because of how long this episode was already. But you don't want to miss the conclusion where we talk to Tony about just his life, um, finding out he was a father to a 17-year-old boy. You need to hear that story. And just what their life has been. So we're going to get his perspective, marrying Farah, blended family, what keeps them going. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> There's a response there. But just thank you so much for sticking out with this episode. And I want to thank the stout's. For being so open and vulnerable, and all of the gems they shared. I have learned a lot, and I hope you did too. So, catch you guys on the next episode of the Mursible podcast. I remain your host, Mursible. In the meantime, check out the podcast on the website, and um, yeah, see you guys next week. Take care. Bye.